So um, I, my teeth get a little set on edge because usually my first, if you notice the readings, it's going to deal until we get to Christmas about the end of the world. And it always seems every year, most people ignore it, some religious supposed leader uh, comes out and say, ah, oh, they know when the end of the world is going to be. Um, it's actually December 22nd, I know. Um, but the coming of the kingdom is not about the end of the world first. Secondly, like several denominations, I don't want to talk about it. Like one denomination, I drive by their church, probably really good people. But it's like 86 times they've predicted the end of the world. And as far as I know, they've been wrong every time. Um, and the odd part, if you study it, um, the more they predict, oh, it's the end of the world, the coming of the kingdom, they actually make cha-ching. It's this weird phenomenon. I would think if you're wrong that many times, people would stop giving. But they double down on it. Um, and so the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? And when it says kingdom of God, the Pharisees, they're thinking of this political kingdom when Rome will have their teeth kicked in. Um, and Jesus says, beware of those who say, oh, I know when it is. It's right here or here. I don't know why people don't listen to that and beware. Um, and Jesus says, you can't observe it that way. What he means is that the kingdom of God cannot be located by GPS. It's not geographically limited to one place or really even one time period. So what does he mean that you can't observe the kingdom of God like that? What he means is uh, when he says, the kingdom of God is among you, the kingdom of God is between you. You can't locate it geographically or temporally, but you can locate it on how tr people treat each other. There you find the kingdom of God. In places where like Friday night, we have the soup kitchen for the homeless. They get fed, some of our parishioners. Um, just amaze me. They drive to this place with dinners for homeless people. Our grief share, uh, you know, caring for other people who are hurt. Like, there's so much that's done. You want to observe the kingdom of God? It's not in a specific time and place. It's in a type of relationship between people. That's what he means. And it's always going to come in a way that's surprising. So, you know, the Pharisees want it measurable. But it's a, a relationship. Or, and, I, and just because I love it, the first reading from Onesimus. Onesimus in Greek means useful. Onesimus was um, uh, a slave who escaped. And he escaped Philemon, who's a Christian. Paul baptized Philemon. He's escaped slavery, but where is he going to go? Now, the Roman Empire is everywhere. So he goes to Paul. Knowing that Philemon, his master, loves St. Paul, goes to St. Paul, and St. Paul baptizes him. And it's this very clever le letter where he makes a slave return to the master, which the slave could be killed, but with, sends him with his letter to be read at mass, which I think is really tricky of Paul. And Paul says, here's your brother. He's no longer a slave. He's a your brother. I baptized him. I am your spiritual father. I am his, his spiritual father. Whatever you do to him, you do to me. And since you owe me everything, 
Greet him as a brother. And so what does Philemon do? And this would have been shocking for Roman times because they were very much into what class you belong to. To have the upper class greet a slave as his brother, and that's what Philemon does. That's a whole new type of kingdom. Not the Roman kingdom of, you know, I'm up here and you people are down there, where we see each other as brothers and sisters. The first letter would have been shocking. The kingdom of God cannot be located to a time and place. It's located to a relationship among people. Um, so, like, I also have to say I always love whenever we say, oh, God of Jacob, like the responsorial psalm was, oh, God of Jacob. Now, I just love this, but do you know what the word Jacob means in English? Anyone? Basically, trickster. So whenever we cry out, oh, God of Jacob, <laughs> we worship a trickster God. Um, remember, God says to Jacob, oh, Jacob, I am a better trickster than you. You will end up in love. Jacob does end up as a holy man, but gets tricked into loving and forgiving everybody. I hope the same thing happens to us. We who cried out this morning, oh, God of Jacob, I hope God tricks us into leaving our old selves behind so that we see each other with, as brothers and sisters, see each other with love and forgiveness. That's where you find the kingdom of God. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.